0: He's Howard Ibach, a former copywriter and creative director and the author of two books on the creative brief. And
1: he's Henry Gomez, an ad agency strategist with 28 years of experience. Together, Henry and I are the Brief Brothers. We love talking about advertising, creative briefs, and briefing. Henry, we're back. This episode we're recording today will be our first for 2024. So it, it makes sense for us to kind of look back over this last year and kind of do a recap, talk about our favorite episode, some of the things we've noticed. Because the thing I want to actually start off with is the fact that you and I have been doing this now. We've wrapped up our third year together as the Brief Brothers. We deserve to, you know, bat ourselves on the back. And you haven't killed me yet. And, you, and we're still talking to each other. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, when we started out, and we talked about this before. We look back on our first episode and we're kind of laughing at ourselves because we talked like this because we were a little nervous and didn't know, didn't know how to, what we were doing yeah. and how we've gotten so much more relaxed. What are some of the things that you uh, can look back on in 2023 that stand out for you? I've, I've got a few from my list. What, what stands out for you? One of them is
0: um, I think we started uh, looking at some actual briefs um, and dissecting them. I think in the past we were, as a substitute for that, we were kind of uh, doing the reverse engineering exercise where we'd look at an ad. Um, So I, I think one of the themes for our podcasts and it's natural for any podcast is evolution. Like we've figured out what works and what doesn't work. Um, And I think that when we can get our hands on a brief, um, it really works to talk about it and dissect it. I think that that adds value to any listeners out there who are looking to improve their creative brief writing skills to see other people's briefs. Because as you've talked about a lot, that's uh, usually not something you, you get to do. And I know... You made a big announcement earlier this year about the Creative Brief Archive, so maybe you want to talk about that a little bit, because that was a highlight, obviously. Um, and it's still nascent; it's still something that's very much in its, uh, you know, uh, incubator stage. But the idea is that people will continue to send us briefs. Please send Howard your briefs, yeah. so yeah. that uh, he can post them on his uh, Creative Brief Archive website.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great point. I'm I'm really proud of the archive, and I think it it indicates um, an interest in the fundamentals. So I think the, the 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 first thing on my list was the fact that we've done this for three years, and the second thing on my list was, as you pointed out, and as the as the archive reflects, there's I think increased chatter, at least on LinkedIn, where I spend most of my time, among those who are who, who I follow and who follow us or you and me, are having conversations about it. And one was one was our guest, Biba Madison has her own version of my of my archive. She calls it her creative brief bank. And she has some of the briefs that I've got. So between the two of us, we are building a, a, a resource that I think is valuable because you can't you can you and I can talk about how to write a brief until we're blue in the face. But unless you actually see a brief, especially a good brief, and we talk about how it comes together. You're not going to learn how to do this. You have to. You have to demonstrate and show. You can't teach by telling. And so that's one of the. I think one of the most fundamental things. Even the flawed brief we looked at. What was it? The the um, the brief for uh, Tango Soda, not that long ago, which is a brief I used in my first book, the first edition of my book, as a I think a good brief. And now I look back on it and say, well, it, it's there's still good aspects to it but it could be better. And here's what I could, here's what I would do with the brief instead. So yeah, I think there are, that's an excellent uh, a point of, you know, we had a chance to really dissect some briefs and understand what made them good. Uh, another thing that I would add to my list um, was that we had, we, we start talking to students this year. We invited recent graduates of some of the top Advertising schools. One was the School of Communication Arts in London with our friend Mark Lewis. And the other was from our friend uh, Mark Jensen at the Hubbard School of Mass Communications and Journalism, Journalism at the University of Minnesota. And we talked to some of his most recent graduates. I think that's a fun feature to hear what, you know, how young folks are uh, adjusting to the world of, with a career. I think that's a fascinating, uh, fascinating aspect.
0: Absolutely. And I think it serves as inspiration for those who might be thinking of a, a strategy career, particularly if they're maybe in, in the account service part of agencies and they're looking at our videos because they have to write, they're being pressed into service to write briefs. I think talking to young strategists, uh, and young brief writers is, a uh, is a, definitely a worthy exercise plus makes me feel old (laughs) and who doesn't like that
1: (laughs) well if you recall the conversation we had with um one of my favorite guests sarah walker hall Uh, i keep I i love to refer to her because she wrote wrote the brief for the kiwi shoe polish a brief i i absolutely love and adore and have known about for so many years but didn't know who the author was she started her career, as I recall, in brand management before she leapt into strategy. So, and then even, our, even that young student, uh, Tyrese Leverty, I think he also eased his way into strategy. He didn't start out thinking that strategy was going to be his, his first choice. So it's interesting to hear some of our guests talk about how they've evolved into their, into their careers and and even you didn't start you didn't start off your career in strategy you worked your way into it you you kind of sidled your way up to it
0: jack jack of all trades in the agency until i landed in in what was then called account planning and now it's called strategy
1: well i i i mean i was a a a media relations guy for a couple of years before i you told me
0: like the tampa bay
1: rowdies the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yeah, my first job actually, out of college.
0: I actually saw a bumper sticker the other day for the Tampa Bay Rowdies. I don't know if they have a new incarnation or not, but the bumper sticker didn't look that old.
1: They might. I do recall um, George Steinbrenner, who was, is he the late George Steinbrenner? Yes, I think at this point, he passed, the, yeah. the former owner or the one time owner of the New York Yankees did say back in the day, this is now in the 70s and 80s. When the near when the when the Tampa Bay Rowdies were in existence, they said that the Tampa Bay Rowdies was the best marketed sports uh, franchise in all of sports. Wow! So so high high praise from you know a man hard to please. <laughs> one one thing that has not changed, I think you and I could remark on that we've witnessed in two thousand twenty three is the degree of poor quality briefs that come from um our marketing friends. On the client yes. side,
0: yes. Um, you know, despite, and I agree with you. Despite, I think there's more interest in the subject than ever before. And who would have thought yes. we would have three years worth of a podcast? Uh, and the, you know, the interactions you get on LinkedIn and and stuff about briefs. You know, in my professional career, I'm still seeing a lot of crummy briefs coming from clients. <laughs> um, just had one the other day, and. And I was laughing because I felt if if I could only share this, it would be hilarious, but I will not share it. Uh, but it was just, you know, it was everything you wouldn't want in a brief six pages full of jargon that, you know, uh, us as a new agency for this client would have been, you know, we don't, you know, I don't have a problem getting on the phone and saying, tell me what's this acronym mean? What's that mean? But I shouldn't have to, like, they should right. kind of explain what's going on. But yeah, I mean you know this i think this is the reason why uh at least for the time being i'm going to continue having employment and you're going to continue <laughs> having being able to do your workshops is because um this is an overlooked but important area
1: i think in in defense of our marketing friends there is a growing recognition that this is a need that needs to be filled and that's you know that's what i get to do and when i'm out there either doing it virtually or in person or on site with these marketers, they're eager to know what can I do to help my creative partners? They're, they're, there's a greater recognition that this document is not for them. It's for the creative partners. So when they see what, what I, you and I know is, is a good brief and they start to examine it, there's a, a light bulb moment where they say, oh, oh, okay, I see this. They don't need to know that. They need to know this. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it it boils down to as simple as
0: you got to step out of your shoes and put yourself in the shoes of a creative person who doesn't live and breathe your thing every day. And who has to put words on a page or create images or, and don't give them a bunch of stuff they don't need and make sure you give them the stuff they do need. And when you put a light on it, like in a workshop and you say, does the creative really need to know this, you know, what your business goal, you know, KPI is? Um, no, because it's not going to change the copy. So I, when you put a bright light on it, I think they have kind of a, Oh yeah. Like, you know, if, if they're honest with themselves.
1: Right. Right. Anything else that you can, can you can think of that really stood out to you uh, get favorite guests from 2023 we had some good guests didn't we
0: you know i really liked the episodes that you did with ernie Schenk. i wasn't there um so right. we had a we had a pinch
1: hitter in mark jensen uh, mark jensen yep he, he, and- he did he did the joan rivers thing to 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 my bad johnny carson but of course
0: uh i have to edit these episodes so i got to watch the whole thing and i really enjoyed (laughs) that one uh uh, you had mentioned uh, sarah walker hall i think that was great i think her her brilliance really just comes through such a smart woman um and uh we had a nice conversation with bob harrison who's a creative director at an agency called lucky and company um all of those and and more um you know, just a, another great year of guests. And I think we've got a couple of good ones lined up, uh, for t- 2024.
1: So, uh, yes, yes, we do. Let's, you know, put the, put the word out, you know, Tom Fishburne, Tom Fishburne. I hope you're listening because we want you. That's maybe more hopeful, but we're going to try to get, I'm, yeah, we-
0: I'm working on a big one that if we get, it'll be, it'll be really good.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I wish I could say that I'm working on Sir John Haggerty, but, um, I'm just working on that. I'm not <laughs> sure I'm working on that. <laughs> but I, you know the other thing I'm looking forward to is is um, more conversations with recent graduates of both the the London school that we we've worked with and the Minnesota School to hear what you know what the uh, the next generation of strategists and creatives are going to be doing. that's That's going to be, I think, fascinating. And you know, we talked about Chat GPT in just the last couple of episodes. Yep, that's another big,
0: you know, thing that's current, and we've we're on top of it. The brief brothers are on top of
1: it. We are absolutely on top of that. Yeah. So, what about two thousand twenty-four? What do you think? I don't, you know, I don't want to force us to make any predictions, but what do you look? What are you looking forward to in two thousand twenty-four?
0: Well, always the Super Bowl. So that maybe we'll get a couple of things that we'll say. What were they thinking? Or Usually, can, what are they thinking?
1: The creative yeah. has not been all that stellar in the last couple yeah. of Super Bowls. We could
0: uh, we could do not necessarily a big creative review episode, but we could definitely talk about what we saw during the Super Bowl. Um, as I mentioned, uh, have a marketer um, who's agreed to come on, but haven't uh, nailed them down yet on on when he's going to come on. I think that'll be a name that people will want to they'll want to see him uh talk about his ideas about uh marketing and strategy and briefing um and you know continuing as you know part of the podcast is being organic and reacting to what what we see out there so
1: absolutely well i'm looking forward to doing more reviews of actual creative briefs Uh, the ones that we have already in the archive and the ones that are going to start showing up so, I th- I'm looking forward to a uh, great 2024 and we had a great 2023, Henry. So, good stuff, Henry. Good stuff, Howard. He's Henry Gomez. And he's Howard Ibach. And
0: together, we're the Brief Brothers. Till next time. Bye bye.